0: Yeah, good question who's starting us off hi everyone hey it's me <laughs> so i guess now because of how we recorded this i'm gonna have to leave in me saying so who's gonna start
1: yes yes we're going to do that <laughs> uh, <laughs> we just started uh, hi everyone <laughs> hi everyone <laughs> hello hey i am ellis joining me today we have david this is me and we have skylar Yeah, hi. And this is our top 25 albums of 2018. Whoa.
0: (laughs) I feel like this list was a little harder to put together than last year's. Uh, There was a little less consensus on what went into this.
1: Yeah, I don't think any one of us agrees on a top album, so to speak. It's it's not like last year with St. Vincent, where Mass Seduction was just sort of an album that we all unanimously love to, to no end. Not all of us put it as our number one, but we put it high enough to say, yes, we should put this as number one as a consensual, as a, cons- <laughs> as a consensus. It was consensual. Yes, It was consensual and there was a consensus.
2: <laughs> Which brings us to this list where there wasn't much consensus, but
1: it was made. And it was strictly non-consensual. No one was happy about this list. (laughs) I hate this list. I
0: (laughs) I don't feel comfortable saying that. (laughs) No,
2: this is actually
1: a pretty good list. This was a lot better than I thought we would come up for this year. Yeah, I I don't think any one of us would look at this list and think that this was a mistake. There's a lot of very good albums, even for albums that I personally didn't get completely into i can say that they definitely deserve a spot on the list sure and that there's absolutely nothing wrong with them in general except for one but <laughs> we'll get to that i have one in mind as well i i hope it's the same yeah i think is the only one who hasn't have doesn't have a outright objection towards one of the albums
0: um i haven't seen the list in a while so i'll let you know okay <laughs>
1: He has not seen At the, the final list. We kept we kept them in the dark.
0: Yeah, I uh, I I was held in a box until this recording took place. Yeah,
1: the thing is, is that we were when we were, when Damon and I were talking about the list, we we're going to say that uh, we we could probably come up with a consensus. Consens, we can probably come up with a consensus together, but with Skylar, it's just going to throw a wrench to the whole process. We're going to have to lock them up. And that will be the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then we don't have to worry.
0: Somehow I got my filthy hands all over this this list anyway. Yes, yeah, so
1: they got access to the Google Doc and just changed everything.
2: <laughs> well, uh, but let's just point out that Sky's contribution wasn't bad. He they, <laughs> 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 they had some pretty good albums uh, chosen, and they as heard opposed this to year. last time. <laughs> Everyone contributed kindly, and this is us as a whole.
0: Trying our best.
2: Yeah. This, okay. Before we actually go into the list, does anybody have anything to say about the albums
1: that did not make the list? I have one, and this is not, this is sort of a unfair to call it a, uh, I guess, a. An, an honorable mention because I feel like it probably would have been on the list had I not heard it literally this week. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, a Japanese recording by Haru Nimori <laughs> called Harutusura. I, forgive me if, for my pronunciation. This is a J-rock, noise pop, J a little bit of J-pop as well. It's just a, just a a whole culmination of a bunch of different sounds. Uh, a lot of them are original to to Japanese culture and the music that that comes out of it. And also uh, a lot to do with just uh, mu- mu- just different, different sounds in general. They're unique. It's fantastic. I've been obsessed with it for days. It came out months ago. I think it was half a year ago they came out. But I haven't been introduced to it until last week. And I it's a shame that uh, that's a, that it's just an honorable mention yeah
2: the moment you um told me about this album i heard it at the first convenience and hmm. it's it's really good <laughs> it's really good i just i couldn't look at the list and say okay this album has to go in favor of this one it, this album didn't have a chance to soak in with us yeah as all the other albums have. And Mm -hmm. while it's a great album, and I'm going to mention a few more, uh, like Cut Chemist, Die Cut, which I thought was a fantastic album, very eclectic, uh, very uh, forward-looking. I quite liked it. Um, There was also a few foreign language albums, um, one specifically by Aya Gloomy, called Riku no Katu I might be I, I'm definitely not saying that properly but she did a fantastic album this year also um Alton Goon I think with their album On and that is a Turkish spoken album or Turkish sung album also worth listening and unlike last year electronic albums this year were actually pretty good there were some solid ones <laughs> I, I actually quite like them. They were just not good enough, unfortunately, but they did move forward. I, just a shout out to Alice in Wonderland and Sophie Tucker for coming out with such really interesting albums.
1: And given that David is a fan, a big fan of electronic music as in this group, the fact that there wasn't any good electronic music <laughs> last year is quite telling.
2: There was just some, but they weren't even worth I don't know, talking about.
1: Okay, I do have two albums that I want to go uh, talk about, but first I want to have give Skyward the the room.
0: Oh sure, I was doing like a quick check to see what did not make the list off of mine, and it's surprisingly very few. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, Bad Witch, which uh, to be honest with you. I While I absolutely loved listening to it, it kind of slipped out of my radar, like just fell behind everything else I was listening to this year. So I'm not that upset that it doesn't wind up on the year-end list. I think that's fair. I still think it's really good, but it's just not up to par with everything else that I was in love with. And uh, Gorillatos' Twisted Crystal, which is maybe just a little too weird for everybody else. Uh, it was a, a really strange and out-there uh indie rock album that I could also say sorta of reminds me both of New Wave and No Wave at the same time, which those are supposed to be antithetical. So if that doesn't intrigue you, you're probably not actually gonna have a very good time and that's fine. Don't don't listen to it if you don't think that that uh description is something you're interested in.
1: I did like Jesus Rabbit.
0: I also really like Jesus Rabbit. That almost was on my song list, but uh, that was a really, really tight race. I wish I could have done a top 25 songs, to be honest with you, with how much material I had to work with.
1: All right. And I'll end the honorable mentions with two albums that sort of work hand in hand for not so much in terms of the genre, more of that there are two albums that don't really innovate, but for what they do, they do a terrific job. And I'm talking about Sunflower Bean with their album 22 in blue. If you love 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 Fleetwood Mac and you want a bunch of uh 20 somethings uh making the modern version of Fleetwood Mac, you're going to have a fantastic time with it. And I did. It is a phenomenal album from start to end. It's just not very innovative. It does they don't really add anything new. They're just are really good at what they're doing, and the other one following the same uh, process is uh, the Beths with "Future Me Hates Me." It's just a good rock album. It's just really fun to listen to. I don't hate a single track in that album. Mm-hmm. It literally just made it too. We had that album yeah.
2: battling like the last five in the top twenty-five. It almost <laughs>
1: made it. It was that good. Yeah, it is a really fun. If you just if you just like indie rock, you'll definitely find something to like there. It's just not very, as we keep saying, not very innovative. It doesn't break the formula. It's just very good at what it does, which is which, in my opinion, is not a bad thing at all.
2: And should we mention the Dark Horse, the one album that seems to be popping up in every other top ten list, that will not even be shown at all in this top 25 ah, list yes. <laughs> just yes, a I quick
1: remember. mention about that
0: i don't know what you're talking about
1: uh, uh that's because you haven't actually listened to it okay so, uh, this album yeah. is actually oh, do you, n- you want to introduce yeah, yeah. so yeah, do not
2: ahead. expect casey musgraves golden hour on this list
0: right you two were talking about that with me earlier this year
1: let me tell you something I think I'm probably the most sympathetic towards Golden Hour as compared to this whole entire group. I mean, Skyward didn't really have a chance. Yeah,
0: but... I, I can't be unsympathetic if I've never heard it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But what I'll say is that between David Damon... <laughs> <laughs> You're going get the of okay. physics. <laughs> I, I guess that makes sense. But between Damon and I, uh, I think Damon probably dislikes the album far more. I think there's quite a few gems with the with the with the song list uh, with the track listing for Golden Hour. I really like Lonely Weekend. There's quite a few other songs that that pop up where I just say this is very good. But the problem is for all the songs where I love, there are songs that I hate uh, that I just think are a very a very poor use uh, of Casey Musgraves fantastic talents. Uh, uh, butterfly being the main one. I just don't like that that song. I don't know why people like that it. That song got nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> Lots of things got nominated for a Grammy.
0: <laughs> for Christ's sake, the Grammys is nominating Between the very and Me for what is easily their weakest album.
2: And with that...
0: Actually, yeah, let me say that real quick. You won't be seeing Automata on this list, despite the fact that I'm a huge fan of Between the Bear to Me, because I think that album's real bad.
1: I concur. <laughs> you also weren't that big on uh, Ghost, either.
0: No. Uh, Yeah, maybe I should talk a little bit about that. It won't take too long. Uh, Ghost released an album this year. That was fine. It felt to me, though, like it was basically just them making uh, Melioria again. Or, yeah, that's the name of that album. And, I mean, that's fine. You can do that. I just don't care. I don't want to listen to the same album twice. And that's kind of what it felt like I was doing.
1: Well, that's good. I mean, it's it's not good, but it's good. It's okay. That's the point.
2: That's really the point of this list, this top 25 list, to show everyone what albums they should listen to. (laughs)
1: <laughs> which we have been failing to do so for a couple of minutes. So let's jump. I have the list right here. So I will be, I'll be the uh, conductor, the driver, the chauffeur, the uh, pilot. The walrus. For the, the walrus for this podcast, for yes. this section. Let's begin at number 25. 25. Twenty- Five. 25. <laughs> 25. 25. It's Charlie XCX with her album Pop 2. Yeah. Damon, go ahead. (laughs) Um, Well. Please tell me why this album is on the list.
2: (laughs) Technically, the album was released in December of 2017, but I think any album released on a December is part of the following year. We'll
0: grandfather it in, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, This was just a really fun album I never stopped listening to it at first I thought it was okay it was meh but then it just grew on me and I even wanted to see even saw Charlie XCX in concert because of this album it's just fun I like it it brings a bunch of people together from all walks of life I just really wanted a Charlie XCX album on the list it's all I want in life
1: yeah, I'll just wait for the next Charlie XCX album. <laughs> and, you and you two have fun. Yeah, and because we want to keep it on a positive note, we're just going to end it on this. Uh, number 24, 24. 24. 24. 24 is The Vaccines with the album Combat Sports. It's a lovely br- uh, British pop yeah, pop rock album. I, I, I always enjoy the concept of of someone being down on their luck but still having the strength to go forward, mm-hmm. and this album at the very least the first few songs just give it resonates that way with me.
2: It's a, I just love this album. It's so fun. It reminds me of uh, Beck's Colors, kind of when you think of that as a whole album.
1: I definitely think that's a very good comparison. I'd argue that I think the Vaccines have done it better. I I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I I feel like for me, Colors uh, doesn't stand out uh, as much, uh, with the exception of a few specific songs. But the Vaccines, uh, Combat Sports has a bit more of a vulnerability to Mm -hmm. it, uh, which I always love to see in male-centric groups uh, or, or artists, because... It's, it's kind of hard to, to, to get that for, for people to open up the way in, in that kind of way. Yeah, of course I'm talking a lot about lyrics because I'm the lyrics man, but that's, that's what's uh, stuck with me. Listen to it. Yeah. Number 23.:
0: 23.
1: 23, 23. I I can't say it.
0: What you refuse to swear? Yes. Okay. Uh, number twenty-three is fucked up with "Dose Your Dreams."
1: Dose Your Dreams.
0: Dose Your Dreams. Dose Your Dreams. I don't think that ever happens on the album. Not from my memory.
1: There's a whole section where he just says, "Dose Your Dreams." Dose Your Dreams. Oh yeah. Dose your dreams. Now I remember. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I just had to repeat the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, do is "Dose Your Dreams" a perfect album? No. No, no it is not. No. But it is an album that is remarkable in how, I guess, diverse and interesting and cohesive the whole product is. It feels like you're going on a journey and there's some slumps and there's sometimes where you're thinking, okay, let's just get let's get to the next part. But it's such an ambitious monolith of a project that as a whole, it's just deeply impressive.
0: There are a lot of songs on Dose Your Dreams that I like, and that's why I put it forward for this list, because the stuff that's good, in my opinion, is just so, so good that I feel like it would be a lie to say that I didn't like this album. But at the same time, I think I've only listened to it all the way through once. I just could not deal with a lot of the cruft that's still there. But I respect how much went into this, and just how ambitious it is, like you were saying, that I can't help but but support it for being on this list. It's trying so many things,
1: and the other thing is that they're actually pretty good at preventing you from thinking about all the uh, about the times that's not so great. Because it just it just so cleanly jumps from one song to another, where it just feels like you're going through the experience. And when you're and when it's not so great, you're not really paying attention to that because you're just waiting for the next thing to happen. At least that's from my experience. It's a great driving album. That that much is clear. Because when, when the songs are not so great, you don't have to pay attention to it. <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah. Next. 22.
0: 22.
1: 22. 22. 22. It's MGMT with their album Little Dark Age.
2: And it's just... It's just lovely. <laughs> It has... Can you come up with more creative synonyms? No, no not at all. It's, it's basically um, some 80s style pop uh, rolled in into darkness and just has that feeling of being inside when it's raining out. But it talks... It's very actually quite forgiving. It has this comfort level that becomes larger as the album progresses. There is a bu- there's some humor in there, but there's also some very, very endearing songs, such as Me and Michael, such as James, Little Dark Age. Just really nice and comforting songs. You
1: find Little Dark Age endearing? I do find it endearing. <laughs> I feel a sense of existential dread listening to that song. Uh-huh. I get upset. I get emotionally drenched Trenched, drained. <laughs> I get emotionally drained from was... listening to that song. I find actually the one thing about Little Dark Age is mm-hmm. that I have a hard time listening to it because it just puts me in a dark mood.
2: I don't know why. I I I find that they do some sort of balance, some sort of magic over the way the album um, you know progresses. It's not always dark. It's not always heartfelt. It's just... It's just realistic, almost. There's a bit of realism in there.
1: I But I will agree with that. Me and Michael is a very... It's a good comfort zone, but I think we're a little bit biased towards that because we both have a brother. What? His name is Michael. Huh? <laughs> is he new? <laughs> <laughs> he recently released. <laughs> yes, we do. In the latest update. In the latest update. I Actually, actually it was a remastered... <laughs> He he was a very old. uh, He's a very old album. All right, next, twenty one.
0: Twenty one. Twenty
1: one. Twenty one. It's Ezra Furman with his album *Transangelic Exodus*.
0: Ah, this one was a. I was not sure if this would how high this would be by the end, just because it came out so early in the year. Yep. I'm just happy to see it here. Like this album. I'm in love with it. Every minute of it. Even the songs that are maybe not as good, maybe just a little bit weak, I still, I'm so glad this thing exists. It is so strange and out there, and yet at the same time, I feel like just about anybody could listen to it and have a decent time. Maybe not be as in love with it as I am, but it's not inaccessible in any given way.
1: To bring up some points about Trans Angelic Exodus, it's a very shall we say queer album yeah. that focuses a lot of the angst of uh, queer folks uh, in the, the year 2017, 2018, the, just like the, the past two years. Uh, and also about just certain in- insecurities, like in this case, uh, be, uh, going beyond, uh, the male, uh, the male gender and going for a more f- a feminine, uh, styles and, uh,
0: presentation presentation, i think is the word you're looking for
1: and there's also plenty of uh of songs about boys which is always nice
0: yeah you seem to like your songs about boys
1: i like my songs about boys we need more songs about boys okay (laughs) you hear that make more songs about mlm and if you can actually make a few about MLNB, that would make my life so much easier. My God. You,
0: you have that backwards. That would be for, for me. That would be a man loving non-binary, which would be ah, a non-binary I person.
1: Okay, that would be nice, too. But yeah, so I would it, appreciate it, that. A mix of the two.
0: Speaking of, if you want a dysphoria anthem, let's go back to the album we're talking about, Maraschino Red Dress. That, eight ninety nine at Goodwill. Is that the full title? It's, it's yeah, whole Yeah, actually, the whole title. Yeah. Oh man, I thought it was just Maraschino Red Dress, but it is Maraschino Red Dress, eight ninety nine at Goodwill. That, yeah, no, I'm gonna leave it at what I said already.
1: Thank you for your input. You're welcome. Um. Okay. Number
0: twenty.
1: Twenty. 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 We have U.S. Girls with her album in a poem, Unlimited. Yeah, this is mostly a me album. So yeah, go I'll, ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll I was wondering why you were pausing there. So, uh, U.S. Girls is very eclectic with the different types of indie pop uh, that she delves into. There's a lot of noise pop. There's a sort of a throwback to '80s uh, '80s pop at some points, and it's sort of jump jumping around to a lot of different, specifically pop sounds. Uh, and it's kind of impressive to see the whole range. One of the uh, uh, exciting parts for me also is lyrically she goes into a lot of different subjects. There's there's a lot of political ones. There's a lot of personal ones. There's some that are just about abuse and and all of that. And it's really strong how it hits. Um, but it's a very strong feminine album that focuses a lot of the feminine sensibilities and also about modern uh, modern topics and modern issues, and just a great album overall. I have absolutely no complaints with it.
2: <laughs> which, is, which is more than you can say about the next one.
1: Yes. All right, so I'm going to... We're going to introduce 19, but I will say to begin with that 19 and 18 go hand in hand. They're not very similar at all with each other, but... Uh, They have a very special place uh, in the group of three in that in both albums, two people really, really, really like the album, and one person couldn't stand it one bit. I feel like if we had a better consensus with them, these albums would be much higher. Mm -hmm. But we don't, uh, so they're not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let's begin with a wonderful album. Okay. Nineteen, 19. Carolyn 19. 19. 19. Carol- ca- Rose. Carol
2: Carolyn
0: Rose loner. Yes. Uh <laughs> now see here we have an album of a woman making electronic infused indie rock where a lot of her songs are sarcastically lampooning this is a society that does not really support who she wants to be and there's a lot of feminist undertones and it's just a whole lot of wry fun with a with a with a big grin I'm sure Ellis Pamirchi, you are all about this album, aren't you? I hate you? this
1: album. <laughs> I hate everything about it. <laughs> uh, Ignore this man. It doesn't. It doesn't resonate with me whatsoever. I find her lyrics absolutely infuriating. The sarcasm—you can slice, uh, uh, you can slice it like butter and put it onto your bread, and you will immediately have high cholesterol.
0: This is an interesting metaphor I don't think I really follow, but I think I get what you're trying to do.
2: <laughs> Enough. Uh, I would add to Sky's, um summary, but actually, they did a very good job talking about the album. I won't add any more. <laughs> I just kind of like torturing Alice. So let's
1: play... <laughs> uh, I would... I went. I did my part. I went (laughs) to the concert. uh, I know, we did take you to the concert. (laughs) We took you to a Carol Rose concert. And, you know, I gave it my best shot, but I hated it. It just just cemented how much I hated the album (laughs) because I looked at her straight in the eyes uh, and I still wasn't convinced that I liked anything that was coming out.
2: What? (laughs) what song should we play from this album do you what do you think genie becomes a mom or
0: i was gonna say that one yeah i think that's yeah that almost made my list so Yeah. yeah
2: let's let's play this one
1: Beautiful. Awesome. (laughs) Great song. That song's
2: great. Alright. Number 18.
1: 18? 18. 18. Hop Along with the album Bark Your Head Off, Dog.
0: (laughs) Fun pause there. There's a comma. Hop Along uh, is an indie rock band. And this album. I don't know why I'm talking like a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> this album. <laughs> Let me start over. I don't know how to describe this album best. It's indie rock with a bit of a folk tinge to it, and oh man, I that is not usually my thing. Like Ellis, I think you can you can, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? You can corroborate yeah. that. Usually, when you're listening to folk-influenced indie rock, I say, okay, have fun. But actually, I was the one who brought this album to you. It just captured me so much. The lyric writing and Francis Quinlan's voice, just every part of this.
1: Yeah, I'm usually not very convinced with a lot of the albums you throw in my face. (laughs) I'm always like... Yes, this is experimental, this is this is different, but it just really doesn't uh, gel or do much for me.
0: And we'll get to that yeah. later. Yeah,
1: but when I was listening to the, the first song, which was How Simple, uh, I I heard it, and I heard that voice, and I thought, this is... A... I have never heard anything like this. It, it's like, she, she has such a a, a a way with with how she how she, I, I guess, how she presents her voice, how she dictates. Uh, uh, the how she, the her...
0: the best I could do when I was doing my songs list was that she just puts so much passion into every single word. It,
1: it feels like you listen to some singers and you just go on this w- this wistful journey, just like flying in the air, <laughs> just fall fall. <laughs> Go with me on this. <laughs> the, you go on this trip. You're, you're leading. You're you're letting them lead the way. Listening to her is like leafily falling down the stairs. There's so much passion in every single word, but it feels like you're spiraling out of control, following following her journey, and. Let's not forget the the lyrics. Uh, you want to you want to talk about spiraling out of control. You try to understand what the hell they're trying to say in the first go. It's it's so much it's so many thoughts, it's so much it's so much jumping around. And usually I wouldn't be able to stand that, but with her delivery, it just works uh, because I listen to her and she's saying utter nonsense to me and I believe every word she's trying to say. <laughs>
0: I don't think utter nonsense is completely fair. I,
1: I mean, I, I, I'm oh, no. I think a it is fair. I think it is actually quite fair. Uh, what a terrible
2: album oh, this do you... was! <laughs> oh, David, do you...
1: oh, we here. didn't see
2: you there. What did you think of it? I'm the reason why it's at number eighteen. Um, no, I, I did f- I agree with you. I, I did feel like I was falling down the stairs, although not gleefully. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> What a self-important album! What trash! No, like even her voice Ah. is so sickly. I couldn't stand it. She was bothering me immensely. Just I, I wanted her to just stop. Just stop. This is treason.
1: Saying this is heresy. Words.
0: (laughs) So this is why these are so low. Is because they make uh, number nineteen makes Ellis so furious that he just starts shouting metaphors that don't 100% make sense. And Damon is so enraged by number 18 that there's nothing at all that he can say is even remotely good about it.
2: I just think it feels like they were trying to do something. (laughs) This was a possible album, trying to say words, (laughs) but it turns out it was nonsense. It was utter nonsense. They didn't say anything.
1: Nah, I love that... Loved every minute of it. Let's yeah, I
0: I spoke at length about uh, the song One That Suits Me on my uh, on my songs list, and I'm going to let that speak for me.
1: Yeah, and there's going to be uh, some listeners who will listen to my top ten. I'll just, just to make a, sm- a small aside. Uh, that Someone's going to listen to my top ten and say, well, Skylar is pointing out the, the songs that appear on their top ten, but why aren't you saying anything? It's because I haven't recorded it yet, <laughs> <laughs> and I might say it's like, oh, this is on my top ten, and then and all then of a change sudden, it last minute. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you it's don't not there, do that. and you're gonna get confused. And I don't know. I don't. I don't want to start riots. I don't want people to get angry at me. Please don't be mad. <laughs> okay, next number seventeen.
0: Seventeen.
2: Seventeen.
1: Seventeen. It's Cardi B with invasion of privacy what a surprisingly good album i'm this is probably the most popular album yeah that we put on the list oh yeah easily and and i think that it deserves to be on this list yes for yeah for one thing she doesn't half ass anything this is a mm-hmm. a great album from start to finish it's a robust large album with a lot of different sounds uh, uh, various uh, there are various different production uh, production styles, music topics. Uh, though most of them are, <laughs> though we do make fun of her a little bit for <laughs> for going constantly talking about her past uh, and how now she's rich now and yes. uh, she's she was dating Offset at the time, but not so much. That's that's a different topic altogether. Right. But she likes money and Beyonce, and she likes money and Beyonce, and, and you know what? I'm with her on this.
2: <laughs> we actually did record a review we we did go through mm-hmm. every individual song um on our song words podcast so go listen to that yeah it's just i like it and get up 10 is probably one of the most honest songs of the year
1: yeah i have nothing but good things to say about cardi b and oh well, music wise right and and i loathed bodak yellow
2: so this album totally changed my opinion around on Mm. that song which is
1: yeah that that's remarkable no i i I did like bodak yellow the first time i listened to it and Skywars not talking much but they did like i like it (laughs) I
0: I like Cardi B. I just actually did not listen to this album. I kept saying, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and now the end of the year is here and I didn't get to it. Um, I might actually, I I might like this album. Retroactively, it might have needed to be a little higher on the list, but I just, I never got around to it.
1: I'm looking forward to seeing what Cardi B does next. I think she has a lot of talent. And if she can get past uh, those... Main topics that she constantly goes to. Yeah, we we might we might see an even greater album, which coming is probably up not
2: happening because her latest song that's not part of this album is called Money.
1: It's okay to talk about money, but if you do it in a creative way, it's okay for me. And the music I video it, takes I place in a
2: strip club.
0: Now, hang on a minute.
1: No, 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 no. She, she said that she, she wasn't a strip club, and uh, and uh, but uh, and but now she's become successful. So that, so it, it all is all connected to the, co- to the topics she keeps going, going to. That's, so that's what I tried to say. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know what your argument is here.
1: I don't know where I was going with this. Next, it's number sixteen. Sixteen. 16 Death grips. Year of the Snitch. Now, now, before you begin, <laughs> David and I. We'll stop talking for the next couple of minutes.
0: Oh, wonderful. The
1: floor is yours.
0: Death Grips is online. This was the album that finally convinced me that I was definitely wrong about whether or not I would like Death Grips. I kept giving them a shot after shot after shot, year after year, and never got it, never connected to it. This was the album that convinced me I've got to go try again. Because holy... Christ, this is a tour de force of just out there ridiculous industrial hip hop. Like the the no I say that, but I'm not even sure that applies. There are so many different genres that they swing through at vast intense speeds. I all I know is that everybody involved is having a great goddamn time. And The lyrics are as incomprehensible as ever, but MC Ride delivers them in such an intense and in-your-face way, you don't really mind. I... Oh, man. I'm sorry, I'm just really excited about Death Grips now. Like, I... It's weird to say this about a band that's been releasing music for what, like over a decade at this point, but they really hit their stride with this album. Like, they took everything they'd been doing and without actually making it cohesive, made it cohesive. Like, it's still in pieces, and yet it all comes together into this one solid whole.
1: Wonderful. Number 15. (laughs) (laughs) 15.
2: Oh yeah, 15.
1: Car seat Headrest, Twin Fantasy. Now, this one is
2: a, a bit of a
1: controversial
2: choice, I think, for the chart. because Horror. <laughs> we were um, trying to figure out if this was really a new album of 2018. Because technically, it was released back in 2011 on Bandcamp. But Car Seat, Headrest, did re-release it this year as a more polished, reworked, and kind of a more officially like an actual studio album. So, we we kind of took it as an album that does deserve to be on this list because it's quite good despite it being released before.
1: It is quite good. I I didn't really get into Car Seat Headrest until uh, 2015, mm-hmm. which I think was I think it was their first his first original content uh with Teens, Teens of, of Style. Denial. Teens of yeah, Style. Te- no, Teens of Style was before, was, and then uh, Teens of Denial was two thousand sixteen. Style was fifteen. Oh, okay. All right, so I didn't get into twenty until twenty sixteen with Teens of Denial, and I was so into it. It was he has such a way with just creative thoughts uh, spoken in a very deadpan style, mm-hmm. and you sort of get into the mood of the specific environment that he's talking about. I think one of my favorite parts. Uh, of this album, is is that uh, he was t- he says like it's like I came out to my friends on Skype, I didn't come out to my friends on Skype, I just changed the subject, <laughs> and then th- then there's just like a casual thing. It's like it's like wh- I think it's like oh why do you have a dog uh, uh, icon? And he says oh, Well what, what problems do you have with dogs? It's just like so like a, a so sort the of <laughs> small conversation fit into a song that just sounds like someone. A real life conversation that ha- that has happened, and not not much people really do that. It's kind of very original to Car Seat Headrest specifically, with that yeah. kind of both the execution and the style put together.
0: And I can definitely say that I listened to this album.
1: <laughs> good, good for you. Number fourteen. <laughs>
0: fourteen. Give it up 14. for
1: fourteen. <laughs> oh no, I missed it. Give it up for day fifteen. What is going on? Vote. I missed the vote. Courtney Barnett, tell me how you really feel. Ah! Uh, <laughs> uh, is that um, how you really feel? Yes. <laughs> it's oh my god. Courtney Barnett swooped in, uh, to, to <laughs> with her album. Sometimes I sit and think, and sometimes I just sit, and it's just a fun another another deadpan singer. Who just talked about all her thoughts and it was all really entertaining and I was having a good time with it. Tell me how you really feel. She's just a, quite a bit bitter now. Because things are not going so great in the world, just in general. She's not very happy. But in her own fun way, she is tackling um, media, angry men on Twitter, on, on YouTube and every, and everywhere. And she fights it with just very strong punches and and just very direct, uh, I guess, bouts of reality. It's just what's going on and uh, how she feels about the whole thing. And the the main song, uh, the the main the first single, nameless faceless. The first single, nameless faceless, uh, where there's that guitar that just sounds like. Wh- my my continuous analogy apparently of something falling down the stairs is like da. Let's play a little bit of that. Duh, duh. <laughs> Let's play actually a little bit of the whole song. Here is Nameless Faceless. Da, 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 da. It's oh, it's so entertaining. Uh, I think about, I, I like. I immediately think of the the, the 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 first lyrics. Don't you have anything better to do? I wish that someone would hug you. It's, it just, uh, uh. Okay, that's that, what, that's my thoughts. That is how he really feels. That's how I really feel.
0: Uh. We couldn't get through that album without making that joke twice. Thirteen!
1: Thirteen. Thirteen. Christine and the Queens with the album Chris.
0: Well, this sort of came out of nowhere for me. I found out about this album, like, two weeks ago, and I'm definitely part of the reason why it's on this list.
1: Yes, definitely for the reason why it's this high.
0: Yeah, uh... If I had more time to sit with it, it might be even higher. I don't know. Um, which is very strange, because I'm not usually one to go for electronic dance music, which this definitely is. It's almost also kind of partially a disco throwback at times. So I, I, I
1: will have to just put up a correction. It's electronic dance music, but specifically not EDM.
0: Yeah, no, that's the thing. <laughs> it's not EDM, but it is electronic music to which you are meant to dance. Um, I don't know what do you want me to say I I hit this point in my songs list where I just sort of had to throw up my hands and say I'm not equipped for this I've dropped my phone on the floor that's how bad it's getting I just I don't know how to talk about this album I just know that I'm in love with it every part of it just sounds gorgeous
1: well, well let me get into the lyrics a little bit uh, because for me that's sort of where it, it rings a lot to me because she's very poetic when it comes to bringing up ideas. And, I mean, one of, one of my favorite things is when you can evoke the, the, the feelings without specifically saying it. Uh, one of my favorite songs, The Walker, it's about walking. But uh, when you're listening to it, it's not just about walking. It's about the journey. It's about the feeling. It's about the need to walk.
0: Yeah, I thought that song from my listens was about abuse. I'm pretty I sure that song is about abuse.
1: but it's also it, it could be, but it's also maybe not. I don't know. Let's talk about, I don't I don't know how literally to take a lot of what she's saying because there's also the song Goya Soda, which if you take too literally, you would think that someone's cannibalizing her, but that's not actually the case. I think that that, that one actually might be very much about abuse
0: which but, is kind of why I thought yeah. the walker was there's a lot of the abuse is a constant theme throughout this album that's why I kind of thought but
1: I don't know it's it's uh, it kind of leaves a lot of room to to say otherwise but the 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 concept of being of needing to walk uh, and combining uh combining with emotional distress resonates with me even if that's the specific topic doesn't yeah same so uh what I'll say is that she has a, a great way of words. She can make a great dancing song. And it's just... <laughs> I'm work <sorry>. with me!
0: <laughs> I'm sorry! The dancing song is a great phrase of not making fun of you. I just... That's so good!
1: <laughs> I have a great time listening to Christine, and I I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled by the album. Twelve! 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 No name, room twenty five.
2: Yeah, this this kind of came out of nowhere too. Kind of how Chris, um, kind of like how Sky uh, listened to Chris about a couple of weeks ago. I also listened to this album um, a couple of weeks ago when Ellis suggested it to me, and mm. it was so good. It combined hip hop and jazz almost. In... And spoken word, yeah, and spoken word, and created this really smart album.
1: It it kind of functions as a diary of what happened to No Name at the age of twenty five. She she puts a lot of different ideas. There's there's also an extension of black politics nowadays, which I think I feel like she executes very well as well. But it also remains a very personal album. And I kept listening to it, uh, and it took a while for me to gel with, uh, gel with it. But I was telling, uh, Damon, was that you, you just have to listen to this album, because there there is something really special to it, and maybe I'm not, I'm never going to fully reach it, but I think you, you just might. Uh, I think some of us will.
2: I think you would definitely get something from it, either it be the politics or just the music itself.
1: Yeah, and I think she's incredibly charismatic. And you just feel like she's having a good time, speaking her heart yeah. out in this album.
2: It's quite reminiscent, almost like Chance the Rapper.
1: A little bit, though. A little bit. Not. Uh, she, not she, 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 she's, a, she's less tone. excited. <laughs> less excited. She, she's but, a little bit downbeat. But as comforting, I think. <laughs> yes. Definitely a comfort album. I think you're going to be jumping on your seat. Uh, number eleven. 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 Uh, with uh, Father John Misty, God's favorite customer.
0: Another album that I... I literally started listening to this the same day I started listening to Chris. So I've had just as much time with both of these. Um, this was an album that... Believe it or not, even though I was listen, like listening to this two weeks ago... This is an album that at least in part helped me through a really bad mental health crisis. There's a reason I haven't been around much this year. Um, and... There's just so much to it. Like... I had always, I'd sort of heard of Father John Misty before, and the, 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 the impression I got was that he was very sarcastic, and his songwriting was a lot of indirect storytelling, and yeah, there's some of that on here, but mostly this is, uh, what is his name, Joshua Tillman? Josh Tillman?
1: I just call him Mr. Tillman. Mr.
0: Tillman. This is Mr. Tillman, uh detailing the very real mental breakdown he had that left him living in a hotel for several months drinking and using drugs to get through the day uh it's intense it's funny it's heartbreaking it is so much all at once and i i can't believe how much this album means to me when i started listening to it d- during finals week <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Father John Misty really uh, has his heart on his sleeve with this album. I feel like I haven't really gotten into him before because uh, his albums were a little too sarcastic, a little too uh, focused on focused outwards, uh, at least from the music that I was that I heard from him prior. But this album is definitely about him, about his struggles, about how. Everything in his life uh, connects, uh, uh, connects to the, the issues that he's having, and he does, he does take some time to make fun of himself for it, but a lot of it is very earnest. Actually, even, even the funny stuff is still very earnest, and also very sad when you, th- <laughs> when you spend more time thinking about it, but incredible album, well, incredibly well-written, and very sincere, and I, I love all those qualities about albums.
0: Ten! Hey, we're in the top ten.
1: Finally. It is ten. Ten! Ten. Sophie! Oil of Every Pearls on Insides. All capitalized. All capitalized.
0: I know this is maybe a weird foot to start on, but I I wish I loved this album more. Because there are songs on here that just speak to me. They were so (laughs) close to being on my list. Like, face shopping was inches away from making it onto the list and it just wasn't quite there um I'm I'm really excited to see the direction that Sophie goes from here because this is her refining the sound that she had been doing for years into something even more in my opinion like so, something even better
2: it is quite a breakthrough um, as compared to her previous songs uh, she did release a sort of compilation album of all the songs prior to this one and this one had similar production but there was just so much more meaning i i think she finally understood her focus and her place in this world that what she just released was a genuine album and it's kind of comes off quite chronological um, from beginning to end, the awakening to just living in this world as you truly are. It's a beautiful album. It's, I would think, one of the most important albums of 2018 and an album that should not be forgotten easily. Um, And in fact, when I was trying to come up with my top 10, I will say now that i Sophie is in my top 10 for her songs and it was quite difficult for me to pick a song from this album to feature. I, I kind of liked a bunch of them e- equally.
1: Yeah I mean the one thing that resonates with me the most with Sophie is just that the whole album is dedicated to her uh, uh, to her being more out and open about her identity and feeling more comfortable with Exp- with expressing it and being present as a woman, and that's I think is always very important.
2: Yeah. Did you want to play a song from this album, or?
1: Let's play it.
2: What song?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, I, I I guess since we were talking about it, let's do face shopping. Sure. Here's face shopping.
0: My face is the front of shop. My face is the real shop front. My shop is a fixer
2: front. I'm real when I shop my face.
1: Nine. 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 Why, Oak? The louder I call, the faster it runs.
0: Uh, hi, uh, it's me again.
1: Hi, Skylar. <laughs> what, what do you have to say?
0: <laughs> Remember I was talking, like, literally just a few minutes ago about how Father John Misty helped me through a mental breakdown? Well, yeah, this one, too. An earlier, different mental breakdown. Again, there was a reason I wasn't around much this year. Uh, What even to say? Every minute of this album, every second, is achingly beautiful. It is just so gorgeous through and through. And with songs about the the struggle to keep going through the day and not being able to recognize yourself if you aren't constantly working, that if you take a moment to breathe, you don't even know who you are anymore. There's a lot going on here, and it I uh, needed it sometimes. Uh, I don't know if this is as personal to the other folks who want to speak on this album after I'm done rambling, but... Uh, it's this, this, uh, this was easily the most important album to me this year. It genuinely got me through moments that were a little bit rough and scary.
1: What I'll say in a non personal, um, tone is that the album has always been in the back of my mind. I keep forgetting about the album, so to speak, and then and then it shows up and saying, oh, yeah, I really, really like this album. Why do I keep not really thinking about it? I think, for me, I did enjoy the album thoroughly, and one of the songs that's always sticks with me is Lifer, where you're just... it's It's such a... It's a big reflection on life as it stands and whether you're living it to the the greatest uh, to to the to the most uh, that you can and whether that that's even important to do so, as long as you're as long as you're okay with life as it is, uh, as long as you're happy, as long as you can maintain uh, who you are throughout it. It's it's a complicated album. It has a lot of different thoughts, and it's going to resonate with people differently depending on where they are in their stages of life. But I think there's It's a very earnest and beautiful album, and I highly recommend it. Cool. (laughs) Eight. 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 So for the next two two albums, we're going to give the floor to Damon. Go right ahead. (laughs) Uh, You've got to introduce it first. What are we talking about? The 1975 A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships.
2: And just that, just from the title, you can expect it to be not dated whatsoever. Quite telling of how we are as people this year and possibly in years to come. The 1975 has been pretty open about calling themselves a rock band. They don't like that. They don't do rock. And I kind of agree with them. This album isn't necessarily rock. This album is a bunch of different things. From the tropicalness of Two Time, Two Time, Two Time to the, I don't know, the very poppiness of the last few songs in the album. It's a bit political without being too political. It talks about his heroin addiction and his time in rehab. And there are are a bunch of emotional um, baggage placed within each of the songs. And while he gets you through all of it, he ends the album with such very, I don't know, songs about love. And there have been a couple of albums that I think talked about the mood of this country or this world quite well. And this is one of them. The other one being the next song, the next album I will be talking about. Um, but one of my favorite songs, Love It If We Made It, is so honest. It's it's talking about how even though there is corruption, even though there are drugs being taken, all of this hap all of this is happening, and it's just a terrible world to live in. You still kind of want to make it big,
1: yeah? Yes, this world sucks.
2: <laughs> this world I'm sucks. I'm gonna
1: drink some tequila.
2: <laughs> this world sucks, but you know what? I'm still gonna gain some followers on Instagram. Whoa. <laughs> It's a really itchy. cool album. It is a bit long, clocking it, and a little less than an hour. But um, it's which dis- so.
1: Which is disqualifying for me. It's quite disqualifying. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of like an album at 38 minutes. That is the proper length for an album for me, 38 minutes. This, I will give a pass. It's, it's quite smart. It moves well, the pacing is there, and it's fun when it's not fun.
0: I'm sorry, everybody is just sort of looking at me because they're like, yeah, 38 minutes or 45 minutes, that's the proper length for an album. I'm like, I could could put up with two hours if you you really want me to. Shut up, shut (laughs) up, shut up.
1: The only person who can get away with that is Kamasi Washington and no one else. Literally no one else. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Seven, 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 low, double negative, yeah, low, low. give it up for Sad. low, <laughs> I... negative, low. double, okay, okay, we get,
2: we get it out, low has been around for a while, apparently, <laughs> but this is the first time I've heard from them, um, and it's a life altering album, I tell you, I was in the car, and the car was driving into space. I had chills. Damn it! It it was enlightening. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, let me tell. Okay, this is a pretty. Calm
1: luxurious- down. <laughs> you're in tears get a hold of
2: yourself I'm trying to recall how I felt when I first listened to this album and I'm pretty much there right now it's a mostly electronic album and it pinpoints it pinpoints how we are today because basically what the album is saying is that I am tired I'm quite exhausted right now you need to calm down this is all of this is happening and I just fine, but enough is enough. Put it down. Let's just sit down and talk things out. And that is what I got from this album. It it I don't know. One of my one of my favorite songs, and this song does make it in my top ten. Always up. It details just how we are. Like when you talk about other albums and other artists who are talking about who instill politics within their music, kind of like the nineteen seventy-five, um, kind of like childish Gambino with this is America. They pretty much hit the nail on the head with the tone, but I think low hits the nail on the head when it comes to the undertone. The that you don't have to be so loud and so abrasive about things in order to make your point and in order to really talk and identify um just us, and it's an album that needs to be heard. <laughs> it's
1: quite good. I think it's neat. <laughs> cool.
0: I um, I'll, I'll number hold... six. Six. <laughs> six.
1: Daughters, you won't get what you want.
0: Uh, you know how we were just talking about how you don't need things to be all loud and abrasive and aggressive, and sometimes. And you, you can... don't. Slow down and chill out and relax. Uh, no, no, I disagree. This is my favorite album of the year. God damn it! I'm announcing it now. <laughs> this was my number one. Um, and oh, come
2: down! Why are we getting so excited? I don't. Who, who, it's who assen- gave you this?
0: It's essentially like. To sleep. Why
2: are you sleeping? <laughs> uh, I why are you describe- sleeping, Roman? I just had to say that.
0: I would describe the feeling of this album. Uh, like, the general thing they're trying to evoke as at least a minor panic attack at any given time.
1: It's true. I've faced many <laughs> listening to this. It's
0: maybe one of the best pieces of, like, noise rock, uh, i will got to start over. It's maybe one of the best pieces of noise rock I've ever heard in my entire life, Like, period. Like, it's so damn good. Every minute of this is abrasive and horrifying in the most incredible way possible. It's an album that I think for most people you're going to need a lot of breaks with like you'll get through one seven minute song realize you've got another two to go right afterwards and say maybe i'm gonna have some tea and a nap before i continue with this but i have listened to this album front to back multiple times and oh every minute of it is this beautiful disaster it is pure chaos organized into these plodding, droning, anxiety-inducing dirges and these high-speed, like, p- party songs from hell in terms of The Reason They Hate Me and um, uh, The Flammable Man. Like, there's so much to this album that's... There, there is so much to this album, and yet all of it is calculated to make you as uncomfortable as possible in the most delightful way.
1: What I'll say, in ter- with the opposite of delightful, was that <laughs> I did find the album to be th- very interesting. I, kinda, I did like a lot of what I was hearing. I, what I'll say is that the strongest song for me was the last song. Guest House? Guest House, which left me so unnerved and uncomfortable that every time that Skyward tries to sing uh, (laughs) from that song, I get immediately back to that discomfort that I had from the song, which means that this was quite effective in what I was trying to do.
0: I will just jokingly every now and again say, let me in. No,
1: No, 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 no. No.
0: Well, well you, no. you don't have to listen to it now, but I actually think playing a bit of Guest House might not be a bad idea.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I love this album so much.
1: Get Number five. <laughs>
2: <laughs> five. Number
1: five. Five. Uh, Let's Eat Grandma. The artist is Let's Eat Grandma, I'm All Ears. Correct. Well done. I would was, I was say the first one is an exclamation. I think we should, can- we should be cannibals.
0: <laughs> oh, is that your New Year's resolution?
1: Yes. I mean, Alice, do you, How would you say something about this album. What I'll say is that I think Let's Eat Grandma stands out maybe as not the uh, the biggest tour de force of the albums that came before it. But there's just something so ent- enticing, entrancing about the journey that Let's Eat Grandma gives us with the album. It's very it's a bit anxiety-inducing in the, in a special way in which there's all this flow of thoughts and conflicts, and there's it's a lot of different thoughts trying to come together to make ideas. My favorite song from this album is Hot Pink, in which it's sort of a, a screaming, uh, not, not so much that they're screaming, but more of a screaming of energy, of saying what's wrong with just liking pink regardless of gender, regardless of tropes of male and female. It's just the admiration of the color pink. And that's quite cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um any everything from the production, which even um, for a couple of the songs, uh Sophie Lended a Hand helped Thanks, pro- Sophie. Yeah, helped produce a couple of songs, including you no know, Hot Pink? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She did Hot Pink. And it's not just me. Um, To the lyrics, which is surprising coming from. (laughs) They're pretty young. They're, I think, in their teens uh, who made this.
1: I'm only 17. I don't know what you mean.
2: Yeah. Um, It's an angsty teenage album, but in a very smart way. It's not your ordinary or average teenage angsty album. My, one of my favorite songs, if not the favorite song, is Falling Into Me, which is basically them saying how they want a person who is going to be in love with them, but they can open and share everything with them. And that's, a, that's just brilliant in the, in the way they put it. A lot of the lyrics in these songs are very poetic and they do use their metaphors quite intensely but it's never
1: um they never go so far as that you
2: cannot understand that
1: feeling. It's a very contemplative album. They spend a lot of time just thinking about the different ideas, the different struggles that are that are, that are being faced and it's, it's sort of as a person who has uh, a- anxiety problems, it very much uh, uh, s- works in parallel to the thoughts that the kind of thoughts that I have and the way that they work. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very effective in that front as well as everything else we just talked about. And
2: Donny Darko, such a beautiful song. It ends the album. And if Falling Into Me wasn't my favorite song, that would have been my second, my, my favorite yeah. song.
0: You know how there were albums earlier on the list where two people were in love with it and one person just had nothing but contempt for it? That's not exactly what's happening here, but I um, I just could not do this one. I just could not get it at all. I tried a few times to, to listen through it, and I never made it all the way through. I just could not connect with it in the way that you two did. And I'm, all, I'm honestly kind of annoyed by that, because it sounds like... Both of you got a whole lot out of it and there's a lot to explore with it. And I just never I couldn't I couldn't. I could not. And that's
1: okay. They couldn't. Well let me see if let me see if I, we can make it up for you with four. 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 Four Idols Joy is an acts of resistance. Concrete and leather uh, Concrete and Leather.
0: It's concrete to leather. It's huh? No, leather. it's concrete to leather because you are being like it is someone's leather jacket making contact with the concrete as they are floored by a fist.
1: Concrete to leather. Concrete to leather. Concrete. There's a lot of these songs that you happen to like that just repeats the same thing over and over again. All right. It, it, idols succeeds not in having a bunch of creative, uh, creative, uh, words and 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 sentences it's about setting the mood it's about getting that feeling across i mean i, w- I will say that their lyrics are kind of incredible as well. But. I I was gonna say it, I, I don't gonna, I don't I'm,
0: think it's fair to ignore. You look like a walking thyroid as an insult. Me oh
1: me <laughs> oh my Roy, you look like a walking thyroid. You're not a man, you're a gland. You've got
0: to stop. You can't sing the whole. Song. I
1: got that's that's the thing. That's what's so special about idols, uh, is that for at the very least, uh, Skylar and I. It's a bonding album. (laughs) We love these songs. These aren't these aren't just songs that you say, oh, this is a good album. I find this song very entertaining. No, you gotta be religiously invested (laughs) in these songs. You gotta be repeating the lyrics over and over because of just how absolutely clever, entertaining, and just it feels good.
0: I, I talked a little bit on my songs list about how this was the year that I finally, finally, finally got into punk rock, which was way too long in the making. And uh, this 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 album is one of the things that really got me over the over the hill on that. Really got me to love this genre of music because it is just so ridiculous and bombastic and funny and uh, there's there's just so much cleverness to this whole thing. I I can't help but smile right along with it.
1: I scored a win, bada bada bang. I'm the king.
0: Like I said, we can't just sit here uh, singing lyrics oh, wait, okay. We we have anything. to show one
1: song. What 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 song should we show them?
0: I mean, that's the that's the that's the question, right? Yeah. Uh, um, give me a second. Jeez.
1: Well, just just to add another thing. If you. If you're not entirely impressed by, oh, they have some fun lines, that's all great, but um, what else am I supposed to get out of this? I'll tell you. Uh, Joy of the Act of Resistance is probably one of the most liberal albums I've heard all year. it's it's fo- But it's focused on a very positive side of things, in which it's more of embracing the liberal positions uh, or a liberal perspective, the liberal culture. There's a... With Danny Nadelko... There's a song that focuses a lot on immigration being a fantastic thing for all the amazing people that uh, you get to meet with it, and that's I think is my favorite song of that album.
0: Well, do you want to play it or would I mean, you let's want play to
1: play that one? It's not the it's not the most fun song, but it's a very good song nevertheless.
2: My blood water
1: That was that. Uh, Do we have anything to say other than constantly repeating more lyrics and gushing about this album? Yeah, that's why I'm trying to sort of
0: like rein us in and try and make us actually talk about this instead of just screaming at each other.
1: But that's all all you can do. It's it's just so enthusiastic. I, I guess it's
2: up to me to move us along. And we are about to enter top three territory
0: yeah uh you two have fun uh I think that's it for me I'm signing out
2: <laughs> number three wait wait, wait. shall we, shall we mention the uh, anomaly to these three albums that any one of them could have been at number one
1: so what I'll say on my part uh, I'll speak on my behalf is that the fa- the I was sort of I sort of got the got lucky with this uh, selection in that these three albums, uh, before i had to actually be forced to choose uh, all three albums i labeled as my number 1 i stand by my my thought that i like how they're arranged right now but uh, in any other situation i probably will say no i think this was the better album or i think this one this one actually uh, fi- uh fits fit better as my favorite album of the year but really i've had three Fantastic albums that I loved for completely different reasons.
2: Yeah. Okay. Good. Let's
1: let's just go on with it then. Number three. 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 Robin with her album Honey. After eight goddamn years before releasing Body. After, oh, after eight goddamn years after releasing Body Talk, a terrific fantastic album that I adore, and was unfortunately very late into actually liking. I think I only started listening to her in 2016. Mm. Um, she finally releases a new full, full-fledged full album that is not like her previous stuff at all. No, not at all. But, in, but it does go for a lot more of a personal storytelling. Yeah. But... What I'll say is that it keeps and enhances the quality that I love the most from Robin is that even if she's just talking about partying, drinking drugs, or whatever uh, it is, uh, I have never seen an artist uh, using the most the simplest words, uh, the simplest words of the English uh, uh, vocabulary, and make them heartbreaking, effective, and just carry the mood and the storytelling so well, yeah in in a lot of these songs, there's not that many lyrics,, but the lyrics that are there, I'm just listening to that and going, "Oh my God, you poor thing, <laughs> I feel your pain, Robin and then there's songs where she's saying, "I'm having a great time." I was like, "I feel you girl, let's go party i think I think on one hand there's on the for when I'm talking about the former, there's human being where it's it's not very if i if I just say the lyrics uh, you might think it's like well, I could have written the lyrics, but not in the way that Robin does it. How dare you, Samantha Don't think you're better than Robin and, but she's but it's just like the crying out to be seen as a human and I was like. This affects everyone. This feel, I feel this pain. Yeah. And then, there, and then on the other hand, there's Beach 2K20. How, how, how would you describe Beach 2K20? Gentle. Gentle. It, it's just samples of, of her talking to someone on the phone about yeah. we gotta plan out this trip to the beach. But it just sounds like you're so excited. Like it's, it's, the, it's the aura of getting ready to go party. It's not yeah. about the party, it's about you're you're so excited, it's like, it, it's gonna be a party <laughs> it's gonna be a fun time, you're gonna hang out with your friends.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that this album uh, is a really, is, is a dance pop album, but will not be played at any club.
1: No, no one's gonna do it.
2: No, not at all. This is something you play by yourself, or with a couple of friends in the same room, and it's just, it just sets the mood. Although it didn't first start off that way, Missing You when that song released as a single did not really showcase what the album was going to be like no. that
1: was quite surprising that it wasn't the case, um, but in a good way. Yeah, and it's it, it comes from a veteran uh, artist, a veteran performer who is at the top of her game, even mm-hmm. even if she's been gone for a little while Yeah, and I, I I'm so excited to see her back Number two. Number two. two. Mitski, be the cowboy. That's a yes. command. Uh, she, I want <laughs> you to be the cowboy. You do it. Get on that horse. <laughs> Gallop. Gallop. Uh, Mitski. It,
2: this was one of the albums that was hard for me to really um, explain it. I don't know why. It, it's, it's very different than her previous work. I'm kind of speaking for myself here because, Ellis, this is is kind of your first time into Mitski land.
1: Yeah, I'll say that I don't think that I've listened to any of her uh, music before this.
2: They're a bit more indie rock. They're a bit more um, subdued. This one Mm -hmm. is quite explosive for her. Mm -hmm. And nobody, I think, quite sums up the essence of this album
1: in a very fun and just silly way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Mitsuki, one of the cool things about this album, and as as stated before, this is my first foray into her work, uh, mm-hmm. is that in very short songs, uh, she's able to produce a bunch of different emotions. And I think one of the things that resonates for Damon and I is that they're very adult oriented uh, emotions it's this isn't any teenage romance so this is about adult problems uh, adult feelings and emotions uh, and uh, trying to address those in in all their special ways there's songs about love there's songs about love and love it's a (laughs) lot of love songs there are Uh, love
2: songs in here um one in particular me and my husband which I quite liked. Uh,
1: that's, a, that's a song I'm play, I think I'm playing in, our, in my future wedding. <laughs> in fact, let's just play a little bit right now.
2: I steal a few breaths from the world.
1: Ahead of the future wedding. Um, yeah, if 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 Mitsuki can re-record it and replace all the hymns with thems, it would make my life a lot easier. There you yeah. go. Uh,
0: so, you know, get back to us, uh, Mitsuki. I'm sure you're listening to this. Yes, of
1: course. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the things that I liked about Robin show up in, in, Mits- in Mitsuki's album in which she's able to show big emotions very effectively. Uh, Geyser opening up the album is just the biggest love. Right. It's like you 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 think you know love, but have you seen love this big? It's big. It's a big love. Um, uh, the ending song, uh, two slow dancers, uh, just a, a not really a breakup song, but more of a song of what love what a love could have been, and I think she's just. Very good at seeing all the parallels of love, but from the perspective of someone who's a bit older, uh, not so old, not so old. She's, uh, I think, a couple of years older than me. Uh, uh, yeah, but, I don't uh, think she's that old. No, but it's still very much. We're not talking about uh, uh, just your your. We're not we're not just talking about a one time fling. We're talking about love in its most mature state, or. At the very least for a mid-20s person. Let's do I'm it already. Ready. Let's get it Number over. Number one. 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 Janelle Monet! Dirty computer. Gasp. Now, if someone were to ask me prior to this year. If it would be surprising to see Janelle Monae on our top of our list, I would say absolutely not. Of course, I love Janelle Monae. Well, why would I not <laughs> consider her on the top of my list? Uh, if you asked me in February or March, mm-hmm. would Janelle Monae be on the top of my list? I would say, I don't think Janelle Monae would ever be on my list because I was listening to the first uh, few singles and I thought, what is this? I can't stand this. I was the same not way. until. Not until you listen to the album from start to finish do you realize what an idiot you are for not (laughs) fully understanding that Janelle Monáe is a genius and she has come up with, in my opinion, the best album of the year where she talks about queer love, where she talks about politics, where she talks about black politics, black culture that she is very much at her game talking about how she feels how she wants to describe it and puts it all into this afrofuturism spectacle and it is terrific
2: this is not your beyonce talk about black politics this is something different it's from a fresh perspective that you just never hear from And actually you do you hear from janelle Monet in her previous you only hear from janelle (laughs) Monet. she's the only one who talks like this what an hope. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and only Janelle Monáe would have Grimes as a contributor because that's just where she is and having that kind of a sound, that kind of an interruption in music, combining that with, you know, the politics has, that has already been said more than once, but instilling such freshness just makes it a glorious album.
1: Yeah, talking about the the song featuring Grimes, uh, Pink. I was listening to that, and I was before before the album came out, and I was thinking to myself, "This is probably the worst song I've heard all year." I thought this was I I thought this was terrible, and I and I was telling myself as I was listening to the album before uh, Pink arrived, uh, was thinking that man, if this song is if this album is making me change my mind. On a lot of the singles, I I can't imagine that's going to change my mind on Pink. And I, I listened to Pink. and I was like, "This is fantastic! This is a great song." Because it is that embrace of femininity about loving women in in all that in all that they are, and just that being one of the pillars of this of all the different topics on this album. Skylar, why are you sleeping?
0: Oh, you want me to talk about this album?
1: No, I'm just wondering why you're
0: sleeping. Um, you said earlier that uh, you realize you're an idiot for doubting, uh, for doubting Mm-hmm. Uh, I will proudly declare myself an idiot because uh, I have no complaints. First of all, about this being number one, I recognize that this is an insanely talented person making an insanely complex piece of. Like th- this is this album. I can tell is great. I just don't get it. I'm trying my best. I'm doing my best. Learn. I. I really want to like Janelle Monae, and I can recognize how much there is to this. What there is to like. There's so much going on, and I don't. I don't get it. I. I will. Proudly declare myself an idiot. Mm. I'm too... I'm just not advanced enough to understand mm. Janelle Monáe.
1: Yeah, I mean, start with with the album starting with... Uh, uh, well, the first uh, f- full song starting with uh, Young, Black, Wild, and Free, you just are immediately entranced into the world that she's trying to create about... That is just pr- pro-positivity of all the different minorities that she makes up and that's everywhere else and how she views uh, what her America can become and it's it's a wonderful experience yeah yeah
2: and unlike any other album that is on this list she's talking about the future she is sci-fi she she's taking the things that are happening today but recording it next year
1: yeah. And the and the special thing about Janelle Monáe's progression in music is that this isn't uh, Cindy Mayweather anymore. This is no. Janelle Monáe being Janelle Monáe, which isn't and so far from Cindy Mayweather. No, it's not, but it's gives her an opportunity to be more honest about herself and her feelings, and I'm glad that she's l- like how I feel about Sophie and all and all other queer artists. Uh, I love it when People can be true to themselves. And Janelle Monáe is not only true to herself, but she has killed it. (laughs) She slays. She she flaunts it. I stand, Janelle (laughs) Monáe. Okay. I think we did it. We've done it. only we're took done. us God knows how long.
0: About an oh, hour and a half, maybe an hour 40.
1: Yeah, but probably it'll be shorter for, for you folks.
0: If it's not, we've done something horribly wrong. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> or more. Because like there were long parts of silence that you shouldn't be hearing. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, well, we can just say we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> and then give up
0: and go home.
1: Well, uh, I'll just say that um, th- thank you all for listening, for taking this journey with us. I hope you've enjoyed uh, um, some of the things that we've been doing this year. I recognize that it's not a lot. Uh, it's not. But I-, I, think we did have fun with uh, song words, uh, uh, with with the few a few ones that we released. Uh, I'm I'm having a great time with it. Um, I'm hoping next year you'll ha- you'll see more of Skylar. Uh, but yeah, I um, I'm the, yeah,
0: I wanted to take a minute. I I spoke a little bit on my uh on my own list about my absence. Uh, I want to speak a little more clearly and sort of apologize for the fact that I I had to step away. Like I was recognizing that the quality of work I was doing in college was diminishing. And uh, my mental state throughout this year has not exactly been 100% solid, as I alluded to. There have been some pretty difficult periods for me. Uh, things should be getting easier. <laughs> At least that's that's what I'm praying for. And uh, as I also alluded to, there are some things that uh, could generously be called in pre-production for uh for my return to colorful monsters we're we're thinking a lot we're talking a lot we're trying to put together something where i could come back and be a little more involved so sorry sorry i missed you this year (laughs) sorry i wasn't here yeah
1: and i i i think i think i can speak for all of us when i say that mental health is the most important thing to keep in mind above working yourself to death yeah so you know um, what i'm not yeah. sorry
0: <laughs> go to hell No, but
1: but what what i'll say is definitely bear with us so we will be uh releasing stuff and i hope you have you know, I, I hope you enjoy it i hope you've enjoyed what we've done so far and yeah and we're all happy to be here we're all happy to be working on the things that we are um and yeah Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And we look forward to seeing you next year in 2019 and everything that we end up coming up with in that year. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 (sighs) Okay. That's done.